welcome to the Tumbleweed Podcast, where we discuss an eclectic range of topics, including business, design, Texas culture, and everything in between. We're two teachers that turned a side hustle into a nationally known apparel brand, and now we work with some of the biggest names in Texas. We strive to never stop exploring and continue to draw inspiration from our adventures. So drift and explore or raise a glass. We're always ready to hang out and talk about the things that we love. So come roll with us as we drift and explore. What's up? This is Brian Weissong. I'm the CEO as well as co-founder of Tumbleweed Textiles, and this is the Tumbleweed Podcast. And today I am rolling solo. A little awkward. This is uh, my second solo edition, but, you know, I want to talk to you all about personal branding, about marketing yourself. You might ask, why do I have the credibility to talk about that? I probably don't, but one of the cool thing is I used to teach uh, marketing and entrepreneurship for about 10 years, and one of the topics that my students always loved me to discuss was personal branding. Of course, as a student in high school, you're prepping for college and your career, but ever since then, I've talked to college students. I've actually also spoken with churches and corporations, and the same topic, personal branding, has also been a hit. So I wanted to bring this topic to you all today. Uh, personal branding. It's crafting your identity, your personal brand. And here's the cool thing about it is it's not just about being a social influencer. You might think, oh, you're talking about wanting to be a public speaker, a mayor, a president. No, I think personal branding is so important because it affects every aspect of your life. Let's say you're a mom joining the PTA. You have a personal brand. Let's say you're a dad in the booster club for your son or daughter's sport. You have a personal brand. People don't understand branding itself. You're doing it even when you mow or don't mow your yard. Branding is communicating the essence of who you are in everything that you do. Literally everything that you do. And so as we take that topic branding as it might relate to Nike or Adidas or some company like Tumbleweed Textiles, I want to tailor it today to you, your personal brand, crafting your identity, showcasing who you are in everything that you do. And it's, like I said, going to affect uh, looking for a job, going to college, looking to date. You know, I talked to my team and, and uh, even my niece about this, but you know, even if you're trying to find a significant other, how you brand yourself and how you promote yourself is going to directly affect who you attract. Aspiring musician and artists, I think one of the number one things, I'm, a, you know, I'm on the board of Melody of Hope. We work with hundreds of artists, musicians. We work at festivals all the time. My, my boy Mark with uh, 321 Media, you know, when they're looking to book musicians, a lot of times it's about their personal brand. Because nowadays it's not necessarily your talent. Is how many followers you have on social media, how many streams you have on Spotify, and it all goes back to your personal brand. How you grow in your job, getting elevated, moving up to the next level, getting promoted, pay raises, bonuses. I've seen many times people, I've heard stories of many people that get a pay raise because of who they are and what they do, not necessarily always what they accomplish. 
new opportunities. Let's say you do want to be a social influencer. Maybe you do want to hit up politics and run for city council, school board, elections. And many people, maybe it's retiring. You spent 20 plus years in an industry in your career. And now you are hopping out of that career, retiring uh, in good standing, but you want to kind of redefine who you are and what you do. That personal brand that you developed over those 20, 30, 40, 50 years might make the difference of where you go from that moment forward. So personal branding really does matter. And I always used to tell my students this, but I would lift up a watch and I would say, okay, this watch, how much is it worth? And my kids would say, oh, $5, $10. I'm like, dude, no, this is a Timex. It's like $40 at Walmart. But they would all throw out different things. And I say, okay, how much does this watch cost if it's Peyton Manning that wore it in the Super Bowl? Oh, millions of dollars. And through that example, the point was value is what someone is willing to pay for it. Value is how many followers can you get. Value is how many job interviews might you receive. Value is monetary in this society followers, but in life opportunities. And I think many times also this is overlooked, but parents many times can win or lose opportunities for their kids because of who they are. You probably see movies and they think, oh, that's that dad that works too much or drinks too much or does something that but sometimes it's man that's the dad that shows up all day every day he works his butt off man he's a great dad he tries his best and sometimes that in itself that personal brand of that dad can even affect your children's life and opportunities on the team at school or how even people look at who they are i think many times kids have opportunities because of the life and brand that a parent might develop and be Value is in the eye of the beholder. And like I said, communicating is the essence of who you are and everything that you do. And let's break that down. The essence is your character. It's your attitude. It's what you stand for. It's what you say or don't say on social media. I told many of my students, uh, and I, I tell many of my team members here, you know, we have a lot of yuppies that work at Tumbleweed Textiles and if they aspire to pursue a new career one day, and I hope they do, I hope they all have are able to level up, move up to life, the life and career that they want, what they actually put on their social media adds value to where they want to go. So sometimes a student that wants to go to a certain university, if they're not posting things on social media, that might be as negative to them as posting bad things. Because sometimes people wonder, why is it private? Do you have things to hide? That in itself can affect your personal brand. In, in our society, it's about putting out content. And so if you want and aspire to be an engineer, well, you need to show the different things that you do in, vol- in volunteering or whatever it is in volunteering in engineering opportunities. Sometimes what you do on social media matters. And so it's your character, your attitude, what you stand for, what you post is the essence of who you are. It's your core values, your mission, your vision for yourself. And then the part of everything that you do, that's work performance, your school grades, your attire, what you wear and how you wear it, social media, interaction with people, reaction to situations, what you're involved in, the language that you have, words that you use, 
I mean, do you want to be the person known with the foul war- foul language, or do you want to be the person that uh, people look at and they're they're a polished human being? So the essence of who you are is character, attitude, what you stand for, what you do, and everything that you do is your attire, your social media interaction with people, reaction to situations, what you're involved in, and even your language. And those that's just a small list of that, your personal brand. You need to start thinking of yourself as a brand. And like I said, it's about being a mom, a dad, an uncle, a grandparent, a child. It's your career. It's your social media. Who are you and what do you stand for? And when you start applying your personal brand, again, like I said, you start thinking of yourself as a brand. You need to build your personal brand's value. That could be by building your resume, creating a LinkedIn, and just going on and liking people. I know when I hired the people I have on my team, I didn't actually go look at what pictures they post and the things that they said. I honestly actually looked at who actually liked their images all the time. I would click on them and see, ooh, okay, this is who they're associated with. And that could have hurt or helped. And you might say that's not appropriate, but that's what people do. That's what people do in your community. That's what people do in your neighborhoods. That's what people do in your neighborhood uh, Instagrams and social media groups. In in politics, if you're uh, part of a certain organization like the far right or the far left, people judge you. I know that's not right, but how people judge you is reality to them, even if it's not real to you which affects your personal brand and how people think of you and what what happens where you go. Working hard affects your personal brand. If you never show up to work, if you're never seen by your team, people now are going to think you're lazy, you're not a hard worker, or you don't care. That's your personal brand's value. Establishing a positive reputation. You know, people ask, why do I get involved in organizations like Melody of Hope, my church, Hope Fellowship, and, and Frisco? the Chamber of Commerce, the music-friendly destination here in, in, through Visit Frisco in Frisco, Texas, is I want to be associated with music and the arts and leadership and small business. I'm working hard to develop my brand by association of where I belong. But then once I associate, I work really hard. Very rarely will you ever hear them say that I showed up late or I don't show up. Even if I have to do something for myself or with my company, I miss it because I commit to being a part of those organizations. That's a part of my personal brand's value. And like I said, associating with other strong, like-minded, talented people. Good artists hang out with good artists. Good musicians hang out with good musicians. And I do believe this. You are only as good as your weakest link. You're only as good as those that you're around. So if you're a student in high school, associate with the best, the smartest, the brightest. Be associated with those that you want to become. I think people that surround themselves with people better than them always become better people in the long run. If you're in college and you want to be a doctor, you better associate yourself with the right people. And if you're in the career, associate yourself with the best of the best, not the gossiper in the back corner, not the people that causes drama. But surround yourselves around the people that make you better, make you happier, make you more joyful, because that will affect your personal brand. And so you got to first be aware, right? Like, what is your brand? Who are you? And it's easy to miss something you're not looking for, right? Very rarely do people say, oh, I'm not good at this. If you're not looking for it, you don't see it. And that's part of association is part of assessing who you are is stopping and 
discussing it with the people you're around, like your your friends, your spouse, your 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 mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunt, you know, your sister, your brother, people that you trust that will give you honest feedback. Is stop and evaluate, assess the situation, figure out okay, how do people see you? And then you got gather that information like market research. That's part of being in a brand of, of a company is you stop and do some market research. And take an internal look. Who do you want to be? Fake it till you make it. That's my favorite TED Talk. Sometimes it's a matter of us just changing our mindset and our actions of, okay, let's cut the past. We can't change the past, but you sure can change your future. And it takes you t- stopping and deciding who and what do you stand for. And it starts with taking that eternal look and setting goals, creating a vision, and establishing a mission for yourself. Core values is what really matters to you. For me, it's faith, it's family, it's friends, it's loyalty to my teammate, my, my staff. I want to make sure they walk away and know, man, my boss, even when he's mad at me, whenever I don't do a good job, he is still loyal to me. I want my sons and my daughter to know I love them no matter what. And I might disagree with them on things here and there as they grow up, but I'm going to love them and be there for them no matter what. And even through the hardest times, I'm there and present for them. That's part of my core values is family, community, faith. And so I need to make sure that I establish, show I'm showcasing that in everything that I do. I'm going to mess up. But part of my brand is I'm not perfect. I always tell people, I am not perfect. I make many mistakes. I don't want my brand to be about being perfect. I want people to know that I'm imperfect. I make mistakes, but I'm going to acknowledge those mistakes, and I'm saved by faith through my, my, my Christian faith, and that's why I need Jesus. That's part of my personal brand. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's what helps fuel me to be the man I want to be. And it's your passions. What things or ideas do you love? Man, I love music. I love family. I love eating. I love queso. I love tacos. I love building my business. But what passions do you have? Traveling? Junkin' like my boy Jeb, my business partner? Thrifting and going to uh, estate sales and stuff like that? Maybe it's comedians loving to go do comedy or speakers that want to go speak on a stage. Maybe it's just, man, kicking it up in the ranch, shooting, uh, going out, shooting, um, you know, your bow and arrow, going to fish, hanging out, having a good time, sitting by the campfire, drinking a craft beer, drinking your coffee. But what passions do you have? And then talents. What are your strengths? What have you always been recognized for? That's a big one. I know people sometimes are changing careers. And they ask me, man, like, I don't know what to do. Sometimes I stop and say, over your time in education as a student, as a mom or dad, as a spouse, or in your career vocation, what are some of the things that people have stopped and pointed at you and said, man, you're really good at that? It's like my wife, Hillary, I always have to remind her, like, one of the things even five to ten years later, people stop and think, man, you were, are you still doing photography? Because you're really good at that. And even though she doesn't do a lot of it, she had created an identity within her skill and craft of photography. And even till this day, I have former students and friends and family that reach out to her 
wanting her to do family photos or business photos. Her identity lied within her talent. And what might you do better than most people? Not to be arrogant, but it's just real talk. Like, what are you good at? My boy Jeb is great at illustrations. Katie on my team, Katie Mooneyham, she's our kind of our chief of staff. She's really good at getting things done. She's really good at directing people to get things done. She's very organized. McKenna on the other side of this camera is really, really good at curating content and being creative, soft-spoken, doesn't create issues. So she's really good at actually interacting and leading a team to get things done. What might you do better or different than others? Your core values, your passions, your talents. As you create those and you establish your goals, your vision and mission, that then drives your purpose. Finding and living in your own definition of success. The thing is, I'm not asking you to tailor make yourself to be what the world wants you to be. The whole point of your personal brand is understanding who you actually are and becoming the best version of yourself. That is personal branding. Is define who you are and start working out, surrounding yourself around the right people, reading the right books, gathering the right education, get the right training, put yourself in a position to work at the right company with the right people. That is then developing and sharpening as iron sharpens iron. It's, it's curating the fire that will make you more of the man or woman you're meant to be. That's personal branding. It's not faking it. It's becoming who you are and who you want to be. Again, it's driven by your core values, your strengths, your skills. And one of the other things that people don't realize is credibility. Like, what are you credible in? When your friends need help, do they call you for advice? Did your mom or dad tell you secrets? You start sometimes realizing what, what maybe people don't trust you with their secrets. Well, maybe you're not meant to be in a job or a career that uh, holds secrets. You know, like where's your credibility at? And that's typically driven by what you have been doing your whole life. Like with me, a lot of times people say, man, you're a good communicator. You talk too much. My mom's told me that since I was growing up. I have always liked to talk. But it's also my biggest fear. But fear doesn't drive my brand. Sometimes I got to stop and have faith and overcome those obstacles. Especially when other people say, man, you're really good at talking. You should do it for a living. Or you should create a podcast. You should roll solo on this because you're doing a pretty good job. I might not believe it, but if other people see it, I've got to find credibility in it. So digital footprint. Again, your personal brand is all about who you are and what you do in all things. It's, it's lining up and tightening up your, your core values and, and, your, and who you are and who you want to be. But I think the most under, uh, under uh, I guess, one of the most important things to do is you got to get yourself out there. You got to have a digital footprint. In our society today, it's through social media, it's through LinkedIn. There's not really a whole thing where you submit a resume anymore. It's like, oh, I'll go to your LinkedIn. I'll go check you out on Facebook or Instagram. I mean, even like someone that, let's say you meet someone at a, at a coffee shop and you're single and you get their name, you're going to go in and check them out and see who are they friends with, what do they look like on social media, what are their pictures look like, what interests do they have, what hobbies do they have. I mean, even I, when I hire someone, as I said earlier, I'm going to go to social media and really see who they are and what they do and what they're about. 
You, you got to create a digital footprint. Use social media with purpose. You got to stay safe. You don't want to tell the world everything, but use it as an asset, as a tool to really open up opportunities for your future. And that could be, like I said, a mom or dad, booster clubs, PTAs, um, future jobs. If you're a musician, it doesn't matter how good you are if you can't put yourself out there on social media to get listened to. Because if no one hears your voice, if people don't get to know who you are, you're never going get, to get seen. Think about Justin Bieber, I believe, with YouTube. If you're going to make it, in almost any industry, if you want to move up, if you want to be seen and found, you've got to get yourself out there on digital fo- uh, as a digital footprint. A digital footprint is the data that is left behind by users on digital services. There are two main classifications for digital footprints. It's passive and active. Think of passive being the things you don't mean to do, like liking other people's stuff. By viewing photos and creating impressions, and then you're sitting at the store and an ad pops up, you're like, whoa, what's that? Well, it's because of the things that you passively did without realizing it. And then there's active, actual posts, actual copy that you write, actual information or details you put about yourself. You got to be proactive and strategic with the things that you do on digital footprints. Online actions have consequences. You got to limit what you share, but on the flip side, you got to really tailor make your social to become the man or woman you want to be by what you say and do. Again, it stops. You got to define purpose. What is your end goal? What is the brand you want to have? And then that defines what you do. If you're the person that gets on Facebook forums and Instagram forums and is like, oh, you need to follow my product. You need to buy my product. If all you ever do is promote your business, which I'm probably guilty of because I don't really love social media, but I do it because my team and I make myself do it. But if all you ever do is sell a product, then that's all people see you as is that. And if all you ever do is go on there and say how great you are and brag about your amazing stuff and all the cool things in your backyard and your expensive bottles of champagne and and wine and stuff, it's like, man, people immediately discredit you. They might fake it and like they're friends with you, but like behind your back, they're like, man, that person just really insecure because all they want to do is brag about what they got or don't got. I mean, what you do on social media really directly affects you. So limit what you share. You don't need to show that brand new car. But maybe you go on there and say a Bible verse. Or maybe you go on there and leave comments like, happy birthday. You know, it makes my day when people comment to me about my birthday. And people don't realize, like, by staying in the forefront of people's minds. And let's say you just once a year say happy birthday. People are going to remember your name, and when that time comes and you need a job or you need something, they might be there for you because all you did for five years was say happy birthday on their birthday. It's not even what you post. It's just what you do and how you interact with people. So you got to be careful even on the social media forums of politics is what you say and do will directly affect how people view you. And if you are a person of faith, it might make people even hate your faith by what you do. Your personal brand not only affects you, it affects your family, but also affects your faith and your organizations you might be associated with. I know there's very many, there's a lot of people in our, even in my community that are very well respected, but I don't necessarily associate with them because of the people they're associated with. It's very important what you put out there and who you interact with. Post only what you are comfortable with uh, others seeing. Once you post it, just know you never take it back. 
never know when 10 years later you're going to run for politics or something. Do not impersonate someone else. Be you. All about branding is about being true to who you are, pursuing your passions, and being the man or woman you want to be. Refrain from inappropriate talk. You got to be really careful rolling into DMs because people probably are going to take a snapshot of that DM and that message you said, and they're going to share with other people around the world. So you got to be really, really careful because, like I said, a digital footprint, once you put it out there, it's, got, it's there. And I guarantee you probably it's going to come back and bite you in the butt one day if it's not appropriate. And if you're investing in your future and it's appropriate, it's probably going to help you one day when you don't realize it. So here's three points. One, audit your online presence. Stop and clean it up. Evaluate who you want to be and then compare that to what you have. If it doesn't line up, get rid of it. Audit your online presence. Two, find ways to produce value. Produce value for yourself. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. Find the right thing to be on that helps you. If you're a musician, put content out there. Just sit on a chair and play a song. Over and over again, be seen singing. Be seen being associated with organizations that might be associated with you. If you're a public speaker, guess what? Do a podcast. If you aspire to be a public speaker, get in front of a camera and talk. I love what Gary Vaynerchuk always says. It's like, there's no bad content. You got to start from somewhere. Just get out there and do it. Make up one or two points. Talk for five minutes and then grow to 10 minutes and grow to 30 minutes. But it's about getting content out there. If you want to be a blogger, put contact, you know, content out there. If you only have five followers, do it for those five. Don't do it for anyone else that doesn't follow you. Okay? Get out there and put value on social media. And you know what? It, not, it might only be your mom or dad or your family that follows along that allows them to connect to you in a certain way that you're passionate about. And it's just, even if you just view it about you doing what you love, that's all that matters. Create a personal blog. Create a website. Get involved. Find influencers that, uh, of areas of passion and associate. Comment. And then three, create content. Tell your story. Man, God has given you a living testimony. He's given you opportunities of failure and opportunities of success, opportunities of relationships. Man, I, I truly believe the greatest way to tell your story is through your living testimony and through your failures and your successes, tell that story. Because even your personal brand, if all it is is about being you, being real to you, and helping the world become better because of the things you've gone through, that's valuable in itself. I think we live in a, a wonderful society about being authentic and real. Use, that, use social media as an opportunity to, to, to do that, tell your story. So it really comes down to five things. Be authentic, find your niche or your niche, Use visuals like social media, photography, videos, get in front of a camera, post pictures, repost pictures. Like, you know, it might be just a graphic that has a Bible verse on it or a quote that inspires you, but use visuals, have clear goals, do it with purpose. Don't react. But like I said, proactively direct what you do, have clear goals and then stay consistent. One of the most powerful things about a personal brand is being consistent to who you are. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be highs and the lows. Be consistent to who you are each and every day. Now, this could be a heavy topic, but like I said, I do believe personal branding is very important, whether it's, like I said, being a mom, a dad, a student, an aspiring actor, musician, 
a politician, or man, you know what, just being a positive light in your faith to the people in your vocation or around you. Your personal brand is all you have. You know, one of these days when you, when, when we all pass, the only thing we left behind is how we affect others. And so to me, your personal brand, what makes it so valuable is it allows you to leave a legacy, legacy like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, a self-actualized stage that, man, when we leave this world, all we did was leave our personal brand. And I hope you, just like I pray and hope for myself, that we use it to be a positive light and influence on others around us. So cheers to y'all. Personal Branding 101 uh, by Brian Wysong. Take it as you will. Uh, But something I'm very passionate about and I love talking about. So if you can, man, like this uh, podcast, share it with a friend. uh, And I'm going to put a selfish plug. But, man, I love to get out and start public speaking and being a guest on other podcasts. So if there's ever an opportunity, um, hit us up. Reach out to Tumbleweed Textiles, and I would love to get connected. Um, But I wish you all the best, and I, I hope that you stop and evaluate your brand and help take it to the next level. Cheers, y'all.